since the dawn of time, comedy has always been in the zeitgeist of mankind. And speaking of dawn of time and mankind, we have an old person on tonight <laughs> to talk about a certain comedy. One in particular being Basketball. We put out a poll of our favorite comedies. This one won. Is it worth all the laughs? Find out on a very psych edition of the review. Review. Hey, welcome everybody to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. I am short of the Max Extreme. I'm Coop! <laughs> and we are join, being joined by the oldest dude we know. <laughs> that, that, that's right, people. Old ass Eric is back. Old ass Eric, King Kong Eric himself. Back from his house <laughs> via via Discord, uh, joining us for the poll-winning movie Basketball. And Eric, this was actually yeah. your pick. It was. You know, I I know it lost uh, in a tournament of random movies here a little while ago. So when the opportunity came up to uh, try and get it back in, you know, I thought I'd give it a shot. Why not? The and people love you more than us. The people yes. answered. Uh, and I didn't know it was our favorite comedy, because if it was that, I would have picked maybe something other than Hot Rod. <laughs> I looked at my... I don't know, I, yeah, <laughs> maybe I, it's not favorite. <laughs> it's just comedies that we thought off the top of our heads when I said, hey, Troy, pick a comedy. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a favorite either. <laughs> no. I, uh, because I was on the verge of, like, saying uh, another one, but I picked Hot Rod because it was more of, like, in conjunction of, like, the same kind of comedies that were in, that you've already said, like, hey, I'm going to do this one, Eric's doing this one. I'm like, okay, well, then Hot Rod's around that same kind of ilk, but we'll get into that a little bit later in the show. We don't need to blow our top right, right at the top of the hour, are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, don't be so antsy over there. <laughs> oh, Throwing that back in our face. That's what we're giving you. A little bit off mic. Okay? All right? Why don't you... Good callback there, Eric. If it was for us only, that was still good. <laughs> so why don't we get into a little bit of the news? Um, there's very little going on still in the world. Everyone's still cooped up in their house. But you know what? These little nuggets squeaked by. Uh, is Extraction out on Netflix yet? That new um, Hemsworth flick? Uh, I don't know. I think it comes out this weekend, maybe. Let okay. me check. Because um, I was going through some news, and it has a rating on Screen Rant. Not that I take their ratings as, uh, you know, as, as their weight in gold or anything like that. But it gave it just kind of a middling review. And so, I don't know if this is a, an actually Netflix-produced movie either or if this was one that was bought by netflix to put out i can't I, i'm not sure but i gave it two and a half out of five stars but that um Ooh. yeah i it still looked good from the trailer from what i could remember so like i still and well, i got nothing to lose it's on netflix anyway so i might still check it out just for the namesake alone hemsworth so like 
Why not check it out? Does that oh, yeah. uh, does that two and a you half? You can't out miss of... a Hemsworth. That's right. Not even if it's Liam. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, would, do, do you still uh, feel like checking it out, even though it got maybe a a, a little mixed review there? Ah, maybe. I I, I was uh, tempted when I heard that the Russos were involved. Ah, uh, yes. Also Russos. <laughs> That's also a good uh, good sign. Also Russos. <laughs> what about you, Eric, over there? What What do you think? Well, you know what? I'm sure I'll check it out because with nothing to do. <laughs> gotta fight gotta gotta find something to pass the time man that's right that is that's that's right uh speaking of like there's nothing to do like even so like tv is kind of shut down not shut down there's still stuff coming out and there's a plethora of stuff to watch on all these streaming platforms movies have taken a little bit of a backseat not much new coming out um also comic books aren't coming out either because the distrib there's like one distributor for like all physical comics out there. It's like a weird monopoly that's allowed to happen and they <laughs> are not working now. And so no physical copies of comics are coming out. And due to that, they are also not putting out the, the digital copies either. So it's like fair, I guess. <laughs> so they don't lose out on those physical copies that are already printed, I guess is the reason. <laughs> so like I have been missing out like for the last month, for any new releases to come out of things that I've been following. And like every Wednesday, that's new comic book day. I check to see what's new and it's just like old shit recycled. And I'm like, God damn, something's gotta give. Something's gotta give here. I, I, I need something. I was just <laughs> complaining to you guys right before that. I might save it for our, uh, for Monday show. But, like, I am going insane in this house. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm going nuts. I'm going nuts. I, I think we're all going nuts. But one thing we're not going to do is show up on City Hall with a George Washington mask and an AK-47 <laughs> on, on the internet. There you go. Those people are idiots. I'm sorry. God. I love that. Don't apologize for him, Eric. I... <laughs> you, you don't, you don't want to... You don't want to wish anything bad to happen to somebody, but it's almost like Darwinian. I can't even get the word <laughs> Dar- out right. Darwinian? Darwinism yeah. at its best right there. Yeah. I love when those the shots pan back, and then there's like 12 of those guys, <laughs> and that's it. It's not like a huge grouping at all, but it's still like, it's scary. You know, like those guys are standing there in like tactical gear and like machine guns, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Yeah. I don't it's know. almost scary how we were living in a time where you could literally have the physical proof in front of you and there will still be a militant group to try and <laughs> argue otherwise. Oh, <laughs> uh, I also liked the uh the people yelling uh at the nurses blocking traffic or whatever and they're just standing there <laughs> and just getting yelled at or whatever. That that was also <laughs> A fun thing for me, watching all those people get pissed because they can't go to work or whatever. I'm like, just, everyone feels like that. Shut up. Quit being such a bitch about it. Uh, These fuckers would just stay home. This would be, like, probably over in a month. (laughs) Uh, Actually, things actually to come out of Hollywood was this little nugget that squeaked by. There are, do you guys know of the uh, One Punch Man series? It was originally a manga, and it turned into an anime. 
but I got fairly popular. I heard of it. Um, I caught the first season of it, because I think it's all on Hulu, maybe. And I think it's ri- it's like a parody of other like animes and stuff like that. But it uh, is also like a super fun, like jokey story where it doesn't take itself seriously at all. And it's like about this guy who trained just to be the strongest guy ever and can beat everybody with one punch. And like that's that's what it is. And he's looking for some like challenge in his life. And he did that by just doing a hundred push-ups a day and stuff. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but anyway, so there's going to be possibly a live action one punch man uh movie. The only downside that I saw of it is that it's being written by the people who wrote Venom, <laughs> the Tom Ugh. Hardy movie. So, not that I thought that Venom was like the worst thing in the world, but I it doesn't seem like the right. Maybe it's jokey enough or hokey enough to write this, but I don't know. I was not impressed with Venom at all. That being said, yeah, Venom, I didn't like it. <laughs> Venom. Uh, and whatever dumb tag, like, subtitle it has, Let the Carnage Flow or whatever it was, is also being pushed oh. back to, like, 2021 or something like that. Who cares? Yeah, well, I saw the title. The title for it is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I want to look it up. <laughs> it's, it's... I think it's, like, the same thing that Woody Harrelson says at the end of Venom or something. He's like, there will be Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it... I didn't know if that was already said because I think I f- first saw it like today or the day before and I'm like did they announce that and nobody said anything because this is a dumb title <laughs> yeah yeah it's the title is venom colon let there be carnage <sighs> no my it just sounds like a bad 90s comic already maybe that's what they're it's so, it, demographic. It, it, who knows? It's like the kind of title that you know guys high-fived over after they came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we were just talking, like, maybe last week or the week before about HBO Max and how it should probably come out sooner than later. Well, it does have a release date, and it's at the end of May, the 27th. Uh, and from what I see i didn't read the whole article or anything but i guess it's got like kind of a a lack a lackluster original lineup uh so it i mean this is touting everything that's on hbo an entire like warner brothers like library of films as well as something else that um wb owns like i can't remember off the top of my head now so like it actually kind of surprised me to hear that like people were like like scoffing that it doesn't have a lot of original content so much. Cause I'm not, this would be one that I'm not like looking for a ton of new updated original content all the time, unless it's like some new HBO thing, which I would assume that is still going to continue to be a thing. Like HBO has documentaries and all this kind of stuff. But as far as anything else, like were you guys looking for just purely HBO max exclusive Content? Yeah, not really. I know they have like what they have like friends and uh I don't know. I think the Big Bang Theory and South Park will end up being on there too. Yeah. Do they own CBS? No. They don't, right? 
That's, no, I don't think so. That's also weird. They have... I don't I don't think so, but I thought I saw an ad on Twitter for it, and I thought I saw the Big Bang Theory as part of their video run that they that Yeah, they I did see that. Hmm. Okay, that's weird. That's weird that CBS All Access wouldn't just have r- the rights to that. They must have paid a shit ton of money. Hey, for, for the it. right amount of money, anything can be had. <laughs> I guess. Oh, my God. I know Big Bang Theory went for an ungodly amount of time, and people seem to like it. I never... Never ever got into that show whatsoever, and being recommended it a ton, <laughs> like like that's it's so awesome, that's Troy. Not, they love comics like you. <laughs> not really. They make fun of people for liking comics in that show. <laughs> it's not the quite the 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 humor I'm looking for. Uh, but needless to say, I don't if, like if people like it. Go ahead. Like you can like what you want, but it's not a pull for me if to get HBO Max, even though I'll probably get it anyway. I'm already paying for HBO Go. Why don't you just drop that and then get HBO Max? Does so what's the difference? And but, you get friends. What isn't that an NBC sh- I don't understand what <laughs> kind of money these people had. What is the Peacock app gonna have then, huh? What can they have friends? Huh? I think they're gonna have a Saved by the Bell reboot or something like that. I thought I saw. Peacock is. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh God. AC Slater is a gym teacher or something like that. Oh, I think I saw that too. Jeez. Yeah, isn't like isn't like uh, Zach Morris supposed to be like the governor of a state of California? God. That sounds about right. That sounds <laughs> oddly bad enough for me to want to check out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh well anyway my last bit of news that i have is uh An- ansel egbert uh made some headlines news this this day for uh posing nude uh for charity <laughs> i don't know how that works uh but he, he did and i saw the picture it's rather tasteful uh he's standing there and a, it's a black and white photo, so you know it's classy. And he's of just course. standing there, side profile, hand cleverly uh, blocking his junk. Uh, to oh, have, so then it's not a real nude. Yeah, it's just a, a, a soft nude. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it got the eyes of many, many people, uh, including Pornhub, saying, like, we're on to you. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, what... Uh, it's only I, a matter of time before you work for us. Yeah, I don't know what kind of things he's doing this for. It's an odd thing to do to get charity money, but, I mean, I guess if it's for... If he knows he's going to rake in money and can give it to charity, I guess why not, right? <laughs> but well, Flash and dong for the less fortunate. What better way to do it? I know. Show that trunk, man. If you got it, flaunt yeah. it. <laughs> While you're still young and tight, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah it's the best that's the best time to, to earn get some earnings <laughs> get some get some earnings on that dong you know what i mean get put it to work get that little bird out oh there my. yeah <laughs> he's selling himself for charity what better way <laughs> yeah. uh so anyway that's that's all my news I, I thought i'd lead all the way up to the 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 nudity that that was my my peak <laughs> if if I may, you may. I saw a story over the weekend where, and I don't know which site it was, but one of the adult uh, 
video sites had offered a sportscaster. I know you guys aren't into sports, but sportscaster Joe Buck was offered like a million bucks to to call some of their live cam footage, and he politely turned it down. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to do play by play? <laughs> yeah, of their live cams. <laughs> It's in. Why? <laughs> Why would I mean? I get if he does want to ruin his like public image or whatever, but like I only think that at this time, like this day and age, that's not going to be super offensive. I don't think to it a, a ton of well, I say that, and I could probably be definitely wrong. A lot of people would take offense to it, but like that seems like a a really interesting thing to do you know what i mean i would get like a lot of views on it so i don't know oh dude. to do live commentary over porn <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> kicks it all the way yes <laughs> like get your john madden pen out <laughs> <laughs> draw, draw a diagram of the eventual <laughs> penetration you can see he's only going halfway and that way when she reaches climax he goes in all the way <laughs> thus producing the biggest orgasm <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that seat huge missed opportunity well that's too bad too bad for him Joe Buck you said wasn't yeah, fuck you, Joe Buck. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone bomb his Twitter now. Buck didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Let's Buck get that don't trending. talk fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, good deal. Good input there, Eric. <laughs> uh, well, I guess on a not-so-related note... Uh... <laughs> good segue. <laughs> <laughs> and now for something completely different. Uh... Everyone loves those musical biopics. We've seen a whole bunch of them, starting with Bohemian Rhapsody mm. and, uh, of course, the Rocket Man, Elton John one. Now, Whitney Houston is getting her own biopic. Righteous. Called I Want to Dance with Somebody. Righteous. You looking forward to this, Troy? Uh, yeah, especially... Like, I would love to see the point in where she gets her career started and where it spirals out of control. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I think Whitney Houston's probably one of the most tragic figures ever. <laughs> like, I, yeah, for sure. She, had, she like, had such a bright future. Like She had, like, such a bright, like, present when she was, like, huge. And to, like, spiral out of control as much as she did is, like, holy shit, how did this lead to this? <laughs> Crack is cheap. Bobby Brown happened. <laughs> damn Bobby. Crack is whack. Crack is cheap. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> that's a quote. Whitney Houston. So, yeah, that's that's insane. I, I, I'm actually surprised that one hasn't really happened already, to be fair. She's got a very interesting life. Yeah, I know. For all reasons just said, but... <laughs> <laughs> Watch, it's just a remake of The Bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Costner just comes in at the end and then saves her from a drug overdose. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Troy South by Southwest did not happen. Correct. This year because of uh, current events. <laughs> but it appears that they're trying to salvage this in a kind of an in- interesting way from what I read. Uh, South by Southwest is apparently going to do a virtual festival on mm-hmm. Amazon. Yeah, I I um I thought I saw inklings of this maybe like a week or so ago, and I'm like, why don't they just do that all the time so a ton of people can get on it? And like, if you have to purchase the movies, then it's like goes directly to like the creators of the films and stuff like that. Like, that seems like yeah. a no brainer. Yeah. But yeah, they're going to uh, have 39 films available over the course of nine days. And uh, I think it's... Uh, I know they said that it's uh, available to Amazon Prime users, but I don't know if you have to... If you're an Amazon Prime user, if you have to pay for it still, or if it's just like, hey, you have Amazon Prime, now you have access to these things you have to pay for. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure either. I want to say it was like a whole thing where you had to like pay in for the weekend or, or the week or whatever. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure, though. But, I don't know, it seems interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm, I'm into it. I, I would like, like, going forward for any of those festivals to have, like, that same kind of option for people yeah. who can't make it and would love to be a part of that, you know? That'd be cool. I'd be for it. <laughs> I love your super long pause. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it happens, I'm like, oh my god, am I still recording? <laughs> like, am I still connected? <laughs> and we lost you. <laughs> that's not the first time it's happened. That's why I'm freaking out. <laughs> uh, Troy, Mandalorian Season 2, everyone's looking forward to it. Oh yeah, babe. And I think no one is looking more forward to it than Disney Plus because they've already... Greenlit a season three that is currently in the works. <laughs> Good freaking deal. Good show. Keep it coming. Absolutely love it. It's probably one of my favorite shows of last year. Like, like that and like Watchmen could not be topped. Like they they were amazing. Totally. God, your silence. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Troy, you brought up HBO Max. Yep. Uh, not too long ago, uh, and a big player that HBO Max has in their corner right now is J.J. Abrams. Oh my! Uh, to the point where he is producing three. Count them three shows on HBO Max, including a Justice League Dark. Oh my. Uh, a spinoff of The Shining. Okay. And a show <laughs> called Duster. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know about Duster. Hopefully it's about coats. <laughs> uh, Duster is uh, about... It's, it takes place in the 1970s Southwest and revolves around the life of a gutsy getaway driver for a growing crime syndicate who goes from awful to wildly, stupidly, dangerously awful. I don't know, what the fuck? That's a weird wildly, goddamn... Wildly, stupidly awful? I Yeah. Alright. Uh, I just sure. read the synopsis on this article and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've... 
they've been trying to do a Justice League Dark for years. And I thought I heard that they were going to try to do it with Abrams attached, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. But then I just figured it always falls through, just like it does with everything else that tries to produce that. Because Guillermo del Toro, for a while, was going to try to make this. When, um, before, like, the DC movies, like, just took a bomb <laughs> and just a complete <laughs> nosedive. So that never got off the ground. I would have loved to send, like, a Guillermo horror-esque Justice League movie with, like, uh, Constantine and Zatanna and Swamp Thing and Dead Man and Etrigan the Demon. Oh, my God, Etrigan. God, what a great character, that Etrigan. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. <laughs> I could, if you'd like if you'd like uh, me to talk about Etrigan a little bit more. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be more well, than happy. Some of us do have to work tomorrow, Troy, so I don't want to... <laughs> All right, I digress. <laughs> uh, Troy, did you love that Green Hornet movie that came out? No, a long time ago. No, wasn't it, wasn't it great? It wasn't. I, I'm not even gonna lie. It was bad. It was dumb. It was stupid. It was bad, dumb, and stupid. Troy, like everything Hollywood does, <laughs> they're trying again. Great, perfect. <laughs> Universal is putting out a, another Green Hornet movie called Green Hornet and Kato. Perfect. Give it another shot. Swing. Because people have already forgotten about that other Green Hornet movie. <laughs> yeah. This is the one that's going to work. Damn it. <laughs> I think Green Hornet's a cool character. I like him. But, like, I just do it. Then. I, don't, I don't care. Like, wh- whatever. <laughs> Fuck Green Hornet. <laughs> I don't know. I do like him as a character. I just don't, uh, if you're going to do it, then do it. Like, I don't, I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) I'm over it. All these fucking remakes and shit. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all the news I got. That's it. That's what's fit fit to to spit. That's it. And what fit to spit to spit. Eric, you got any other nuggets over there? The only nugget I had, uh, JT already brought it up, was uh, The Mandalorian. Well, I saw the trailer for it uh, over the weekend, and uh, it looks pretty good. Let's look pretty whoa, good. whoa Eric. Re- this isn't it so done yet. <laughs> Just cutting them off. Jumping, jumping the guns over here. Jumping. I'm sorry. That's all <laughs> hey. I had. Oh, Jesus, okay. Eric. You're well, a listener. You know how this is played out. <laughs> I know. Well, with uh, that, it's done. I, 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 <laughs> with that, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I'm so off. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's I'm a, so bad tonight. That's all right. You're forgiven this last time, you freaking yeah. old bastard. Okay? This is Yeah, you're on thin ice, pal. <laughs> well, just remember, when you get to my age, you forget things a little quicker now, too. So <laughs> That's true. Well, and if there, anyone knows about thin ice, it's definitely a man that lived through the ice age. <laughs> That's right. I I, out, I outlived the the woolly mammoth and all those all those sick creatures. Uh, uh, Saber tooth tigers. That sloth yes. from ice yep. age. <laughs> I outlived all of them. Um, King Kong Eric saw all of the things that are based on Power Ranger Megazords. <laughs> Uh, Name it, I've seen it. 
<laughs> so, what uh, what did you think of um, the trailer for The Mandalorian Season 2? Because I actually saw that there was one, but I thought it was, like, a fake one, so I didn't watch it yet. Now I'm surprised I surprised myself. I didn't go back and look at it. Well, now, now, now you've got me thinking. I saw it on Twitter over the weekend, and it looked good. I mean... It, it had me roped in, so I'm hoping it wasn't a uh, a fake kind of deal. I'd be kind of pissed if it was, but <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. What uh, what all did I have in it? Was it just like nonsense footage? <laughs> yeah, just just footage from what's what was to come. Okay, right on. Do you see this yet, JT? I have not. I didn't even know that it was. Yeah, see, that's why I thought it was, like, just stuff kind of slapped together. Well, I didn't really look, because I thought it would be, like, more of a grandiose thing with the Mandalorian, but maybe not. I don't know. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll do more... Under the radar. I'll do more sleuthing on this. Uh, was there any other trailers that came out? Because I can tell you right now, I don't have any at all. Uh, all that I saw, it was a trailer for a limited series on Netflix called Hollywood, which is being... Uh, Produced by Ryan Murphy, who is behind a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you just follow, I think you follow just a collection of uh, wannabe actors that are trying to make it in Hollywood in the 1920s or 40s, I think. Okay. And see all the trials and tribulations with them, including a. Uh, a a black, uh, two two black actors, an actor and actress who are dealing with the systemic racism in Hollywood. Oh my god, systemic. Okay, that sounds interesting. So, uh, yeah, it it does look pretty interesting, and I do like Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Even even though uh, me and Molly are balls deep in Nip Tuck right now. Oh my god. Forgot that you're doing that. I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> it hasn't gotten terrible yet. Okay. So what are you on? Like, season holy shit. four? <laughs> holy shit, do they get so overdramatic with everything? Yeah. What? Oh, my God. By, so I binge-watched this because I bought all the DVD seasons of it, right? And yeah. then uh, shotgunning all those episodes is a lot. It's a lot to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I know. Freaking uh, Julie McNamara just, like, shakes like a wet dog. <laughs> like, all the time. It's like, God, I'm just sick of her. And when she, like, cr- yeah, she probably hasn't done this yet, but she crashes through, like, a glass door, and I'm like, all right, enough. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just die already. Did, uh, Chris- I don't know, there's so much shit they do there was like an episode we watched not that long ago where like sean gets into a car accident and then he just kind of has like this fascination with death but then the things they have him do is like are like that's not that bad like he gets like uh he gets blowfish at a sushi restaurant and they're like sean if that's not cut right you could die (laughs) i don't care (laughs) i mean they serve that shit at a restaurant. Like, <laughs> yeah. He didn't go to a gas station and get blowfish. Yeah, he's not getting fucking blowfish at a gas station. <laughs> and then, like, the, the last thing he does is, like, he, like, goes and says, 
I'm gonna go swim with sharks. And they're just like, Sean, you're out of control. <laughs> 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 he's like, he's going on like a fucking professional like tour, where like he's gonna go swim with sharks, and then like they're just like, I don't even know you, Sean. <laughs> God, he come, he is so good at coming off like super lame in that show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's the writing or just his face <laughs> that makes it seem so nerdy, but it's man, it's pretty well done. <laughs> As a uh, has Christian Troy fucked a person off a roof yet? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh my god! Every every time every time they do something with Christian, it's like when push comes to shove, just have him fuck a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, have you ever seen Nip Tuck? Never ever. Oh have my I god! Seen Nip Tuck? No way. I can Man. tell you. Circa 2005 would have been the time to watch Nip Tuck. Going back on it, I can only imagine it's dr- just dreadful. <laughs> this sounds like a series that might have been like on what USA or something like that at like 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday or something. Or uh, no, it was FX. Yeah. FX. Yeah. It was like I think it was like one of the first series FX came out with where it was like, oh shit. Yeah, that, I think that's what actually put it on the map because it was like a really high sex appeal because like the first episode he's like just yeah banging this hot blonde kimber through like oh yeah <laughs> it's like oh my god it's pretty scandalous i actually remember my mom and dad tr- wanting to check that out on tv because i heard it was like supposed to be like this hot new show walked in on <laughs> kimber getting banged by christian troy and i'm like oh my god <laughs> I mean, granted, I was like a senior in high school, I think, when it came out. So I'm like, oh my god, spank bank material right over here. You know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed the show when it came out and when I was collecting the DVDs. But, like, otherwise, I can't even imagine what your life is <laughs> right now. Just going insane watching the show. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun in the background kind of viewing. <laughs> But it's fun to watch to see like how uh, how like standards of practices in TV have, have softened in weird ways. Where like in Nip Tuck, like you can see a bear man, like a bear ass of a man, but they never show the bear ass of a woman. She always has to have underwear on. Hmm. 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 Because I look out for it too. Where, like there's like scenes where like you're looking out for that ass. You're, like you're about to see like a woman's ass, and they cut away real fast, and they cut back to her putting on like her having underwear on. Hmm. I was like, that was a thing that you can't show a bare woman's ass. Nope, it's too sexy. It's too sexy for FX too at that sexy. time. Did, damn it, uh... incels will go and just start shooting up things with. <laughs> George Washington mass and AK 47s. <laughs> exactly. Ex- now, did, now, I don't remember this because I didn't watch the series too much, but uh, didn't NYPD Blue used to uh, get a little risque from time to time? Yeah, didn't they show yeah, like Sipowitz's yeah, butt? Like, <laughs> Sipowitz, like the initial ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like on network TV, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was ABC. Oh my God, showing a caboose on ABC? Didn't they get a lo- get away with saying shit on that show too? <laughs> yeah, wasn't that what like uh, South Park made? That's made the only reason of? I know it from is that they got to say shit on TV. <laughs> yeah, 
They went South Park did the shit episode where they cursed like what two hundred and forty times in a half hour or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah. I love the Yeah, when they, they build up to like that big detective show saying shit it's like, Oh by the way, got some shit on your shoe. <laughs> yeah, you got a little shit on your lip right there. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> More from Trey Parker and Matt Stone coming up later in the episode, folks. Coming up in in mere moments. But first, guys. We missed a very important segment. Mm-hmm. Neil's bits. That's right. It's loading. <laughs> oh my god, just play the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bids. I feel like we can't talk shit about Neil anymore. He's the bareback boys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's our fearless leader. <laughs> and there we go. There's Neil's bits right there. Uh, JT, who, no, Eric, who do we got tonight? Uh, the one I have is uh, WWE Hall of Famer, uh, ring announcer Howard Finkel died at the age of sixty-nine. He was only sixty-nine. Good age. Good age. <laughs> he had been in some uh, ill health for some time and uh, passed away last week. Yeah i I was surprised to see that. I I was I also didn't know he was only like sixty-nine years old. That's like. Fairly young, but loved I... loved Howard Finkel as a kid. And you guys watching wrestling, I mean, if you watch any old WWF stuff, when uh, when there was a title change, you know, his famous call was "and new." Yeah, I was World actually champion or whatever it was. But yeah, just 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 listen to him announce was was great. And having done some uh, some of the ring announcing game, uh, that's the guy you'd want to look up to. Oh yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. After he uh, kind of stopped doing it on like all the shows, because he would do like Raws and Smackdowns and stuff, right? Uh, for a little while. I mean, when I started I, I think, watching, I, I, I think don't know, it, I think his last ago. WWE appearance might have been like 2011 or something like that. I think CM Punk brought him back as a ring announcer for one of his matches. Mm. But yeah, when they were kind of switching over to like Tony Chimmel and uh, Lillian Garcia, I was like. I missed the big grandiose, like Howard Finkel voice. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Not Fink that was the best. Yeah, not that I didn't like the other two. It's just Howard. He like he had that classic announcer like voice that really put everything into put everything on the stage. You know what I mean? Really great. It's too bad. Oh yeah. So he wasn't. Yeah. What did probably say like him and Trimmel were like my uh, two favorites. Oh with yeah, his like Tony Chimmel's superstar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I used to I used to do that from time to time for our uh, for our buddy Dodgeball. Oh. If he was on a show that I was announcing, I'd go like the Dodgeball superstar. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a a fact that I didn't know about uh, Howard Finkel. Or is that uh did you know that he invented the name WrestleMania? 
No. Yes. I did not yeah, know I believe, that. I, I believe they uh, touched on that on uh, one of the early something to wrestle with. Yeah, I didn't know that. They they brought it up. Uh, yeah, on something to wrestle this past week when they talked about him passing away, and I was like, oh shit, I did not know that. Hmm. Well, I think Vince wanted to call it uh, the Colossal Tussle. I believe oh, was one of the names God. that was uh, ban- bantered about. So just imagine this last one could have been Colossal Tussle Thirty Six. <laughs> God, what a terrible name, Colossal Tussle. What the fuck, Vince? You idiot! Ah, uh, I shouldn't. Is, is is like is there like a Roman numeral for E? Because then we could get up to the CTE. <laughs> oh jeez. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I I have another bit, guys. Oh, and no. this one is uh interesting. I did not think I didn't hear too much about this. Uh, dying at age 81, Brian Dennehy passed away. Brian Dennehy? Yeah. From Tommy Boy and First Blood fame. I did see that a few days ago, and then it just kind of, like, was done. Like, no huge hoopla about it. But yeah. yeah, like, he died on Wednesday, and I didn't, I have not heard anything about it. Like, I just randomly stumbled on, like, an article that said it, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. The dad from Tommy Boy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I... That in Rambo. Big Tom Callahan's dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I knew him from Tommy Boy first, and then uh, the first Rambo movie, he's like the sheriff of the town, which he's like a completely different character, but like still <laughs> just as great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's, that's too bad. <clears throat> yeah. And it's too bad it kind of came and went with like a bit of a whimper too. He's like uh, anything that he was in, I, um, I want to say like it was fairly well regarded. So it's too bad. It's too bad. King Kong, Eric, what do you think of Brian Dennehy? I think he mentored in his early ages, didn't you? <laughs> you know, he came through my acting class that I put on back <laughs> in like 1953. So you know, I, I highly, I, I highly remember him as a great study. Of the game, he, he he worked hard, and he turned it into one hell of a career. I mean, Tommy Boy, the first Blood movie. Oh my! I don't God. remember anything else he was in. The rest. So but, good that you I, I, you, you remember the two movie. examples we gave so vividly. Yes. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> Well, uh, what do we got for the tournament of random movies there, JT? Oh, tournament of random movies, guys. It's heating up. We're in the quarter, I love a quarter finals, as you all know. And uh, this past week, it was Twilight versus Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Did you see one, Troy or Eric? I did not. I voted for Twilight, and I think it was losing bad at one point. It was. I think it got a little closer at the end. Let me check the actual poll. But because I'm pretty sure Whiplash won. We'll see. (laughs) I also voted for Twilight in this because I thought it would be a funnier conversation. (laughs) Well, fuck you guys because Whiplash won. Well, fuck (laughs) us. (laughs) 
Whiplash takes it. It is the first movie to move on into the semifinals. Okay. And uh, that leaves the next job up to you, Troy. What's our next quarter of a quarter final match? The next one is going to be, Eric, your favorite movie, Brewster's Millions. (laughs) Of course you use Brewster's Millions (laughs) on his show. Versus The Longest Yard. That'd be an interesting matchup. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yes. There you have it. Brewster's Millions versus The Longest Yard remake that stars Adam Sandler. So check that out. (laughs) Not the old one. They should make a remake of Brewster's Millions with Adam Sandler. (laughs) Boy, that'd be interesting. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'll I'll just pimp for it now. Vote Brewster's Millions, everybody. Do it now. (laughs) Do it now. Eric, Eric, who would star who would be a good star for a remake of Brewster's Millions oh man maybe a Chris Tucker okay I can see it okay okay he hasn't done much lately though no he no he hasn't but he would I I, I think he could slide into that Richard Pryor character really easy you don't want to go with uh why am I spacing on his name now? The other guy that's in everything. <laughs> like he's in Jumanji. <laughs> Why am I spacing on his fucking name? Jack Black? Not Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Yeah. Well, that, that that would be okay, too. Or the guy, uh, Ron Funches. <laughs> Ron Funches would be good in a... Uh... Would be good in a Brewster's Millions remake. That's right. I vote Ron Funches. I'm in for Ron Funches. Funches needs the work. Give the work to Funches. That's right. Funches Millions. <laughs> Funches Millions! <laughs> <laughs> so there. Anyway, yeah, go vote. Uh, what am I saying? Go vote uh, at Review Review Pod on Twitter for yeah. this latest entry so that will bring us to the top of the hour boys where eric your pick for uh, a comedy film was decided on basketball is what we're talking about tonight uh it came into the universe july 31st 1998 had a budget of 20 million dollars domestically Made seven million worldwide. <laughs> seven million. <laughs> it was only so, released in the U.S. and Canada, and made a total box office draw of seven million dollars. This bombed. So you're saying it didn't hard. do good, huh? I'm saying financially, it was a little lackluster. But what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Critically, let's see. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 42%, IMDb 6.5 out of 10, Metacritic 38%, and The Bomb Report 3.2 out of 5 stars. So, there you have it. A little all over the place. Not, uh, yeah, not, not, uh, not great. (laughs) I'll just throw that out there right now. (laughs) Not great. Uh, 
Eric, you being the guest, I would like to hand the reins over to you and give us a quick synopsis of basketball. Oh, my. Uh, well, folks, this is what happens when two best friends invent a game in the driveway. It goes professional. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet. Very good. How there. many words was that? That might be the shortest synopsis ever. <laughs> I, I, I'm a few in tonight. <laughs> but yes, uh, that's true. I mean, King Kong Eric has lived for so long, he has no time to waste. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, he <laughs> is very apt in saying that's what happens. All right. So it it is about um, two friends from high school. Uh, not even high school, like childhood friends. They develop this odd game on a whim to impress some chicks in this driveway and then just obsess over it for a while. And everything happens so much that it just goes from a neighborhood game to going pro. I also like the opening to this where it's like a play on like idiocracy a little bit where like sports just completely sell out and they're just like billboards for large companies and da 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 da. -da. It's like so watered down and nobody cares anymore. Uh, it just reminded me of Idiocracy a lot, and I love that movie. Um, I also really uh, enjoy the South Park fellas in this, but was surprised to find out that they didn't write it. It was actually written for Chris Farley to be in the lead as Cooper. Um Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. And I Yeah, I, I heard that they they had to be uh think they had to be, uh, <clears throat> like, uh, asked to do this or whatever. Because I think there was, like, a favor, wasn't it? Like, they were able, weren't they able to do, like, South Park bigger, longer, and uncut if they did this or something? Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I want to say that maybe is the case. Um, but I, I'm not sure. They, uh, so they didn't, this is, like, one of the, the only movies that they didn't, like, fully go in on everything on. They weren't, like, producers or writers or anything else. They, I mean, they did do rewrites on it to, like, fit their comedy a little bit more. But, like, otherwise, yeah. like, it wasn't... It was just, like, a like a studio movie that they got the South Park guys on. And actually, they thought that South Park was going to be canceled at this time. And then it wasn't. It was picked up for a few more seasons. And so they filmed <laughs> this during the day. And then would go and work on South Park at night... And we all know how South Park is made, like, right down to the last minute. And so, like, they had their work cut out for for the whole duration of this film, which financially wasn't worth it, <laughs> it seems like. So, if it was made for to have a favor, then then great. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a just seems like an odd choice to do, I guess, unless you just wanted to get your feet wet doing, like, a big blockbuster movie. I'm not sure. Yeah. Blockbuster, but. Well, like, especially, like, if if you think that the one thing that you thought would be successful isn't going to work, you'd be like, yeah, I guess we'll do a movie to try and, like, yeah. feed off this success that we have. And right. then it ends up being like, well, that's successful, and now you're stuck with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But I would. Yeah, and how many years are we on for South Park? Twenty five now, something like that. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, I haven't even seen South Park in the last maybe ten years. Like, I yeah, I had I don't even know. Like, I know it's still on, but I only think they put out like ten episodes a year because I think they don't have to <laughs> do any more than yeah. that yeah. now. Yeah, they don't have to. It's a blink and you miss it as far as the season goes now. Yeah, but has anyone kept up with South Park up in? I know new episodes come out, but I don't. I couldn't tell you when. Yeah, I haven't for a long time. The I haven't for the last couple of years. I think uh, the last season I watched with any interest was uh, the last presidential election where uh, Garrison played Trump. Oh yeah, I saw. I did see that the they were doing. I did see that they were doing that. Um, but I don't think I watched any of it. But I. I do remember the show and the, I mean, a good thing about it is like, so some things now it's been around for so long and they did like to push boundaries on what you could say on TV and stuff like that. And they'd use like animation and kids to kind of hide it. Um, but like going back to some of the episodes, like, Oh my God, like <laughs> that's pretty offensive. And then like, well, how like times change and all that kind of stuff. But I do like yeah. that the show, is smart enough to adapt to that because it still has like a group of the same writers. Like there's, they're still a part of like every single episode. Yeah. And they pride themselves on doing that. And it does like change over time and it's become like a different show than what they first started out. having have it. Yeah. Well. Like you watch those initial episodes of South park and like, it's just nothing but gross out humor. And then it, you like can see it slowly evolve into like, they're actually, commenting on current events like especially mm-hmm. like when they really start getting into like making making the making the show like the day before like they can almost like wasn't like like a big thing where like they were they had to write two endings to like the obama mccain one because they didn't know who was going to be president when they actually wrote the show yeah <laughs> shit like that <laughs> they they make a show in six days from like concept yeah. to full animation, and granted, their animation is for that, but like it's that still blows my mind <laughs> that yeah. that the time crunch that everybody putting this together is on, like including but not even that, even even like writing like writing a show in less than six days is still mind blowing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane. But we're not talking about South Park. We're talking about. Basketball. Fuck it. We're talking about South Park. No, I'm <laughs> I just wanted to throw out there because maybe it, it's not <laughs> going to be too hidden that maybe this wasn't my favorite movie I've watched. But like the talent <laughs> behind this movie, I think is awesome. I mean, I think uh, doesn't uh, Trey Parker have like an EGOT or is like one award from having an EGOT? Like he's I got. Think so. Yeah. And so, like, he... I I don't want to say, like, he's a, a, a genius, but he is, like... He's pretty amazing at what he puts his mind to. Like, he... For all of his movies that he does make, he usually does... Is a part of the soundtrack. Like, uh, look at Team America World Police. Like, he, they did all... They hired, like, a, an, uh, a great composer for it, but any of the songs in it, they did, and Trey Parker wrote. And so, the score, 
the score for world for Team America World Police is fucking stupid. How good it is! <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> they. It, I remember like I don't listen to a lot of scores for fun. I listen to the score for that for fun. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> and even if you go back and look at like their early stuff, like Cannibal the Musical, like oh man, Trey Parker yeah. did. Eric, you need to watch Cannibal the Musical. Yeah, when did this come out? Oh, it was like when Trey Parker and Matt Stone were in college. Like, yeah, they really? made it during college. Yeah, yeah, and it's good. Yeah, it's the about this thing is called Cannibal. Cannibal the musical. Yeah, Cannibal the musical. It's a musical based on the Donner Party. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you kind of and it's before they did South Park or anything, but you can kind of see like little nuggets that's going to develop into things in the for their future in it, and like they just had their friends, like the guy who plays Squeak. In in this is in Cannibal the Musical too because it's just a yeah. friend from college, and they're like music teacher is in the movie. It's it's super low budget, but it's I think it's hilarious. I think it's more hilarious than basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to find this. Yeah, I I was introduced through a friend from college to it because I had no idea it, it existed, and then since I've I've grown to like it quite a bit. But yeah, anyway, he does all the music for that um, and any of the stuff that's gone forward. And he's done um, uh, the Book of Mormon, which is like won um, Tony Awards. And um, I don't know if he's got an Oscar. I know. I want to see I want to see Book of Mormon so bad. I, I'm waiting for it to get off Broadway and just like have it like tour so we can go see it. Cause I've I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, I have I haven't seen it either, and I would love to. I'm gonna look. Does Trey Parker have an EGOT? <clears throat> Silly question. What's an EGOT? Oh, it's an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony Award. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you win that, you are the pinnacle of entertainment. Yeah, and there's only a few people that have them. I think like only 11 people have ever gotten all of that. They have Emmys for South Park, seven Tonys, a Grammy for a uh, seven Tonys and a Grammy for the Book of Mormon. All oh, they have, all they have left to get is an Oscar. That's all they have to get, and then they're eat. so like they're up there. With like Trey Parker and Matt Stone are up there with like um Kate Winslet who's almost has one <laughs> or like Barbara Streisand. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of these things is not like the other? I know. It's like people that are don't super forget about, Don't forget about Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like I think he might have one, doesn't he? I think I, he has one. I know John Legend um has one. I'm trying to see who. I think he won an. I think he won an Oscar for doing the soundtrack to, um, Moana. Maybe. Mm. Or I think he came close. Um, I'm looking up to see who has one. It's only 15 people. Oh wait, why? Does, um, I keep getting one that's one away. I don't want one <laughs> away. I want the people who have them for fuck's sake. <laughs> Give me the Wikipedia. Can we just appreciate the fact that our discussion, our discussion about basketball, has turned into who has an egot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, 
Richard Rogers. Uh, some of these other people that I don't know. Rita Moreno, John Googled, Audrey Hepburn, Marvin Hamlish, Jonathan Tunick, Mel Brooks, Mike Nichols, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, oh. Scott Rudin. Oh, shit. Robert Lopez, John Legend, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and Tim Rice. Um, you said Audrey Hepburn, is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we dated like back in the 40s. <laughs> Damn, you dog. <laughs> <laughs> what does Jody think of all this? Uh, she's in bed. She doesn't know. <laughs> Keep your goddamn mouth shut. That's right. But yeah, um, and then these people also have like I don't know what these winners, including non-competitive awards. I don't know, but Barbara Streisand, Liza Minnelli, James Earl Jones. Alan Mekin, Menken, uh, Harry Belafonte, Quincy Jones. Um, that's it. I think Lin Manuel is close to having one. I think he's yeah, because I think he he was he almost won it when Moana came out because he did the soundtrack for Moana and it was up for it, but he didn't win. I think. Amazing. What is this show? What are we talking about? Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so. Basketball says the word dude in it <laughs> 98 times. <laughs> dude, what? No. 21 of them are during their dude. little back and forth <laughs> where they're arguing in the dugout. <laughs> there we go. Dude is in this movie as fuck is to the departed. <laughs> it really is. Almost every sentence has started with dude. I just want I just want to see a mashup of all of the dudes in basketball and all the fucks in the departed and they just go back and forth. <laughs> dude fuck, dude fuck. And then yeah. And it's just called simply Dude Fuck. <laughs> well, this movie, if it did anything, it actually coined the term derp, which the uh two South Park boys would say to each other all the time, and then it became like a common thing that they used in South Park all the time. But now anytime anybody says like derp, that's it, it comes from this because like Trey Parker and Matt Stone, I call them by their full name every time I bring them up <laughs> are, are, uh, they coined that term. So if it did anything, it did that. So we have derp from this movie. Fantastic. Also, real big fish is a, a, a point of this movie. <laughs> that ska band is all over this movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this movie ska's so hard. <laughs> it was 1998. It was the time for ska. Holy fuck. <laughs> but, uh... I swear, this movie takes place in a universe where if you have a guitar and not a trumpet, you're executed on site. <laughs> executed on site, for sure. Holy shit. Uh... I did like Ernest Berg, uh, Ernest Borgnine in this movie for his short little appearance in it. I thought he was a little funny thing. Uh, and I also liked Jenny McCarthy in this movie. Like, not, not like yeah. they're my favorite part. Pre-anti-vaxxer? Yeah, pre-anti-vaxxing. But uh, I thought it, <laughs> all of her like, little the sexual innuendos between her and the other owner <laughs> Where was, yeah. he was, was pretty great he meant it literally every time she brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> i 
we uh, can lay some carpet, if you know what I mean. I, I think my lobby could use some buffing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Even to the point of the end where she, like, gives him a trailer hitch, and she's like, okay, got all the chrome off, yeah. and has chrome she's all around. Chrome off a trailer hitch. <laughs> And, and, and her lips, her and her lips, yeah, got the yeah, lipstick yeah. on to, yeah. for the added touch. <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, but otherwise, like the story, the storyline is kind of like any, uh, kind of sp- any like sports movie where like fame goes to somebody's head, and it's kind of like a funny, almost like a funny juxtaposition between them and their real life because at this point. They had South Park, and obviously was a hit enough where it kept going through the filming of this. And then there's even a line in the movie where it's like, we do want to sell out and do something huge or whatever. And then they like break the fourth wall and like look at the camera. And I I thought <laughs> yeah. that was kind of like a funny wink and a nod that they sold out to do this Hollywood movie. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I it's I like this movie when it I remember first seeing it over at your place, JT, when we were younger probably too young yeah. to see the movie because i think it is rated r <laughs> and i think we saw when yeah. we were like 14 or something like that but uh we'd like watch when my parents weren't home or something yeah i did like it quite a bit and i remember liking it up to this point but i've never seen it for 15 years or something to that effect yeah a long fucking time so i went into it like with apprehension and that was probably good. I went into with apprehension. Cause like it hasn't, some of the jokes haven't dated itself. Well, there's a lot of gay jokes in this. Uh, Oh, lots, lots <laughs> of gay jokes. Uh, so that was, that was a little bit like, Oh, that hasn't aged well at all. But like growing up with, um, and seeing like South park and how it evolves, like they had also gay jokes and stuff in it too. And I think they've, they're more, they're not the same kind of gay jokes that are in the show now. Now that I mean, not that I have seen it super recently, but like they're not like would be like a super offensive, like oh you're gay. That's not what they're yeah. saying now. So like I like that they and not that they wrote this movie anyway, but um, it's just it's like a weird thing to go back and like watch stuff from like 15 years ago and have that be a joke. You know, it's like watching old episodes of Friends and they have like weird gay jokes in them. You're like, oh, that has not aged well at all. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like watching this back. Um, I don't know. It felt it. This movie feels like it would suck if it wasn't like Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And even even the guy that plays Squeak, because it feels like the three of theirs chemistry kind of brings all of like the material together yeah for sure i'm not sure how well this movie i mean the movie didn't do good to begin with but it would have been a completely different movie had you know chris farley still been alive to do this movie yeah when i read that it was originally written for chris farley i'm like really as coop i mean i guess (laughs) like he's got (laughs) he had like the body type for this movie because they said like anyone can play this game and it's like okay well then this would be like a game that he i guess he would create and i don't know how much rewriting they actually did when the south park guys got in there but i'm like if it was like just cut the 
cut Trey out and put Chris in. I'm like that's that would not work for him at all. No. Uh, so yeah, I, know, I love I love that they invent basketball because like baseball in general always struck me as like a game that fat people invented so they can call themselves athletes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like a it's just like it's like a more active bowling. <laughs> it's so fucking boring to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, baseball is not my favorite sport to watch, even yeah. though I've only been to a professional baseball game. That's the only professional sport I've ever been to is a baseball game several times. But like, it's probably my least favorite to watch. I would rather watch golf. Oh, <laughs> not, yeah. why? not even kidding. <laughs> Baseball's I, so fucking boring. <laughs> I just are, are you a sports fan, uh, King Kong Eric? I am. Uh... <laughs> Growing up, I played basketball. So, oh, <laughs> back in the back, did you invent it? I, I didn't. I didn't invent it. I, I just missed that part. But uh, yeah, we played on the old peach baskets and stuff like that. So, oh yeah. You didn't. You didn't invent it, but you were playing it before it was invented, and they stole it from you. That's correct. That's correct. All right, that's what I thought you were saying too. So that's good. <laughs> When when the books of history are rewritten, and they will be, I will have invented just about everything, but it was stolen from me. Oh, man, I can't wait to see your, like, 30 for 30 or whatever. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So, Eric, what what did you think of uh, basketball? Any any aspect of it here? We've been kind of talking over you. Well, I, I love... I guess you could call it stupid humor as far as these kind of movies go. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, a, I was a big fan of this. I, I loved like this re- movies like this remind me of like the naked gun kind of movies. I love those as well. So mm-hmm. if a movie's got like stupid humor in it, like this does, mm-hmm. it's probably going to catch my eye. I want to say the writer of this wrote airplane as well. And I, Airplane also caught my eye. Uh, I'm, I'm when looking I was a that lad. up <laughs> just to make sure I'm not talking out of my ass. Um, That's funny that this is the guy that the same guy that did Airplane because they have the dude from Unsolved Mysteries in this who was <laughs> yeah, also Robert, an Airplane. Robert Stack is that it? Was that who that was? Oh yeah, Robert Stack. I <laughs> I'll say my my two favorite things in this movie are. Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone and Squeak's interactions with each other, and all of the like the sportscasters and Robert Stack playing their roles that they do on regular network television, but just saying fucked up shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I also love that as well. That's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> like I, I think I think it was a sportscaster. Al Michaels had some dirty lines in there from time to time. Like <laughs> they would they would talk about like the. Uh... One of the one of the team's cheerleaders like, yeah, it's hard to imagine. Five years ago, these girls were still in grade school, whatever the line was. <laughs> I I lost my shit when they have like Robert Stack doing that whole like unsolved mysteries bit on Coop, and they're just like, according to that nosy bitch that lives upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I like that stuff. That was pro- one of my favorite parts in the movie. That whole unsolved <laughs> mysteries thing. He's uh, hanging by his neck yeah. in his fucking closet. Situation number one. He's hanging from his fucking neck in his closet. 
but yeah, the writer of this movie, uh, David Zucker, he did uh, write and direct Airplane, uh, a bunch of episodes of Police Squad, The Naked Gun, Naked Gun Two and a Half, Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third, High School High, Basketball. Oh no! But he also wrote Scary Movie Five. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. And, this is uh, a man that definitely has a downturn at some point. Yes. Uh, yeah, Scary Movie 5 would be it. Yeah. High School High wasn't terrible for no, what it was. Yeah, I remember... Uh, well, I <laughs> you remember... don't strike me as a person that would watch High School High. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you, <you're... laughs> oh, my... <laughs> But yeah, I I get I definitely get uh, what you're saying, um, Eric. Having it, the same guy who like created like Airplane, Naked Gun, like this movie is exactly that. Like the the stupid dumb humor. I don't think as much, um, maybe as like Naked Gun, and I think it because it doesn't have like Leslie Nielsen in it or whoever. It kind of loses a bit of charm. But I I can see it there. It's it's there. Yeah, especially in like the like the team names and all like the team uh, like all the teams that they face in basketball, they definitely have like a naked gun feel to them. Mm-hmm. And the incredibly stereotypical uh, way those teams are portrayed too, like the San Francisco Fairies. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the f- fairies spelled like the boat, but it's definitely just a gay joke. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Or the uh, the team out of Miami where they're all they they must all be, must be afraid of being caught by the uh, by uh, by immigration services. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or uh, the L.A. riots. Uh, yes. What was? What was the? There was like the New Jersey informers or in, informants that were all like mafiosos. Or... Yep. Um. What was it, like the Texas? And there was. Yeah, there was there was there was a, there Con... was a Texas team. You know, one, two, three. Fuck the Mexicans. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh so... Yeah. No. No stereotypes there. Yeah. But um. It, I mean, it, it worked to its, like, stupid charm. You know what I mean? Like, they, they all knew what they were doing, and, like, the Milwaukee beers are all just a bunch of <laughs> weird white drunk dudes. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> it all it all works. So, Milwaukee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what... Anything else? Anything about this movie, boys? Uh... Like, I don't know, one of the storylines that I thought was, I don't know, I was kind of charmed by was the whole Make-A-Wish kid thing. <laughs> like, not so much when they got him drunk, so I was like, what the fuck are they doing here? <laughs> but, like, the shit where he was like, his last wish was for Coop to do three, to make three home runs, and then he misses the last one, and that just turns into this whole thing where it's like, he was doing so well. And then for no reason at all, he just lost the will to live. <laughs> and he yelled, choke, choke. <laughs> yeah. And then when he like, tries to find him, and they just keep pointing in the directions of places where dead people would be. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, why, why, why? <laughs> and then it's like, I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. 
I loved you. Always have. <laughs> it was just a stupid <laughs> back and forth where it's nothing. And I found out that they ad-libbed that part. Like, they that was not in the script at all. And they're just like trying to like paddle this kid back to life. It's like, I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. I love you. I always have. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what are you even talking about? So much of this movie feels like ad-lib. Which I think that's probably the charm of it. Like, especially when it's just uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, and, the, and Squeak. Just back to... <laughs> Squeak is my favorite character in this whole movie. <laughs> the, the shit that they put him through and the shit he just goes Man. through. No, but they he plays it like, like a true person that's that friend in that kind of group where... They just yell shit at him, and all he does is just repeat it angrily. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, little bitch. I'm not a little bitch! <laughs> I, I like in the very beginning, he's like, guys, I'm not going to take it anymore. If you do this like 12 or 13 more times, I'm out of here. <laughs> I just... But no, he he's like the perfect, like, there's so many times where they try and do that character in movies, where it's like, he's the guy everyone makes fun of, but he does it in a way that feels so genuine, where it's just like, they'll just describe something, like, there's like a part where, when they keep talking about how uh, one of their psych outs is saying that, that their sister's going out with Squeak, <laughs> and he's like, and, and he's like, why do you keep saying that? And you're like, oh, because it's fucked up. He's like, why is that fucked up? <laughs> yeah, why is me going out with his sister totally fucked up? <laughs> he is a good little punching bag. I, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, it's perfect. Like, it, it, anyone who is like that, like, that's their, that's like their general reac- reaction to everything. And I know because I've been on that exact same, I've been on that end where, <laughs> like, it's just like, all you have, all you really be like is like, why is that fucked up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess it's fucked up, man. Why is that fucked well, up? It's fucked know, up, little bitch. Like when he tries to psych people out in their masks and they, it doesn't work, but he pulls the mask off and instantly <laughs> the guy fucks up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even like that it plays with his size all the t- like all the time when he. He uh, is getting like thrown around by like, the 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 team that he pissed <laughs> off in the back, and you could tell it's just like a dummy that they're throwing around. But it's just like, <laughs> or at the end where uh, his girlfriend or, or is like time. popping him up and down. <laughs> yeah, hey, oh. <laughs> he's like bouncing him like a toddler. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, those are no. some definitely good highlights of the movie for sure. Yeah, Squeak. Yes, and anything usually involving Squeak is usually the best part. <laughs> Even down to like where they like catapult him, dresses a pineapple at the end. <laughs> I like uh, another part. I did like uh, is when uh, Ernest Borgnine passes away, and they're at the wake or whatever. And he's like, now if everybody could leave the room, I have a personal thing to say to Coop. And then nobody <laughs> leaves. <laughs> he's like, oh. Uh, Which that, okay. would totally, that would totally, that would totally happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
remember when we were in Chicago and you had that crabs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, um, oh shit, what was his name? Uh, the guy that, the the mogul guy, his interactions with uh, Matt Stone when he's trying to describe oh, <laughs> things <yeah>. to him. <laughs> Oh God, yeah! Matt Matt Stone comes off as like the absolute stupidest <laughs> motherfucker on the planet. Oh fuck! What's his name? But yeah, that uh, whole Max scene King where like they're just character. like talking in his lobby, and then yeah. he's just being being so dumb about everything to the point where he just the guy's like, Ugh! and he's like, Did I just fart. Yeah. <laughs> And Jenny McCarthy did the same. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. She pulled that bat out of the fire. <laughs> who's, who's Ty Cobb? Uh, did I? <laughs> did I just fart? Oh uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> those are pretty good. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I I don't really have much else to say about the movie. Besides like little highlights here and there. But like, what what would you guys grade this if you're already up for that? Uh, you know, it's, it's not, it's not the best. It's not the worst. It is what it is. I mean, I would say B minus. Okay. Okay. JT. I think you took the words right out of my mouth. Like I, I, I said, it's <clears throat> like I said, this movie would be awful if it wasn't with people that have chemistry with each other. And I mm-hmm. think Trey Parker and Matt Stone have enough chemistry where even in the parts where I could tell that. It was written for them, even like in the like the shitty dialogue. Like they would find a way to make fun of it, where it made it funny. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll give it the same grade, B B minus. Like I, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it, but I wasn't like terribly bored watching it. Yeah, um, I I'm gonna go just a little bit lower. I think I'm gonna give it a C. Even though I did go into it with, like, metered expectations, I still think it kind of hit just kind of ho-hum for me a little bit. Um, but I did have highlights of the movie and stuff that did still make me laugh. But I think if this movie were, like, made today, I think it would... And they ha- maybe if I the South Park guys had a little more writing behind it, I think I, it would, like, bump it up, like, full letter grades. And granted, I know they did rewrites on it and stuff, but I would love to see like what they would do specifically. You know what I mean? But I, so I'm just going to give it a C. I, I did have fun with it in some parts, but otherwise it kind of hit just kind of middling for me going in. So there you go, peeps. There's basketball for you. So where would you rank this between basketball, South Park, and Team America? Oh, uh, this would be, if it was those three, I would have this one at the bottom. Hmm. And I don't, I don't, oh, I don't know what I'd like more Team America. I Maybe be, I would like Team America more than South Park. But that South Park movie is like, I don't know, it's got like years of television behind it too to like make it pay off and all that kind of stuff where Team America doesn't. So I don't know. I don't know. What would you say? I'd probably lean the same way. I just... I've never seen anything with uh, live marionettes before, so that, uh, 
Oh that, yeah, that, that that was interesting. Like uh, JT had alluded to earlier, the music to it was just great, mm-hmm. stupid great. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love the fact that Team America is such is like it's Team America is so much work going into such a stupid movie, <laughs> <laughs> and it works yeah. so well. I'm like a huge fan of Team America. Yeah, I am too. I remember like. I don't remember a, a lot of theater experiences, but I remember seeing that movie with like um, uh, UJT and uh, like another group of friends, oh, man. and we like had a riot because I think we did like a double Dude. feature that night, and Team America was by far like the standout oh, for a while. <laughs> Team America was like one of the first theater experiences I remember, where like I was laughing so hard at certain points I couldn't even breathe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, it was really good. So yeah, I think Team America would be would top all of them. But I, if it were taking like all of the films that the South Park guys have done, like uh, I'm not sure because they have other ones in there too, like uh, Orgasmo and Cannibal the Musical. Um, oh, I, I saw Orgasmo. I didn't like it too much. Um, yeah, it's. I probably put it just on par with like maybe basketball. I don't. I don't hate it. I just realized that I have it here because <laughs> I was looking for something the other day, and I'm like, I own Orgasmo. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I own it, so I have to like it. <laughs> I don't even remember how I got. It. I think I. I don't remember ever buying it. I think I borrowed it from somebody, and now I just have it. I think that's how it works. Sometimes people just don't want their <laughs> shit back, and now I just have it at my house. Um, I know, like I own, I own the Walking Dead Compendium <laughs> Three. <laughs> it seems funny. I've been asking for that for a while. I wonder where my no. Are. I just, I just happened. I bought it just the right time, and now I own it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dirty bitch. Uh, well, <laughs> is there anything else that you guys have been into this last week? Are you go ahead, King Kong Eric. All right. Well, with with nothing on TV, you know, nothing interesting or nothing new out. Uh, the wife talked me into watching the new Bachelor little mini series thing that listened to your heart. Mm-hmm. And I saw something in the second episode that made me harken back to the movie Swingers. If you guys have ever seen that, Beautiful, Beautiful Babies. babies. <laughs> we oh, there, said you've it seen at the it. Same time. Uh, <laughs> One of one of the uh, one of the sea or one of the dates from this uh, this last week took place at the Dresden there in L.A., and the house band was the same husband wife combo that was in the movie Swingers. I noticed. Okay. I'm like, wait a minute, that looks familiar. <laughs> I happened to watch Swingers on Hulu like maybe a couple of days prior. I'm like, that's the same band. They're still alive. <laughs> You're just surprised they were still alive. They're old. Oh, Very okay. Old. Okay. <laughs> Troy, don't you realize that when you get to the age of Eric, you're always about who's still alive that you know. <laughs> My bad. I should have known. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You should. You got to respect us old people. I mean, the man practically lives in the nursing home with how many friends he has. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> JT, you've been in anything this last week? 
Uh, I haven't watched too man, too much news stuff. Me and Molly started the uh, FX on Hulu show Mrs. America, mm-hmm. which is about like the real uh, story of the Equal Rights Amendment in the seventies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It's really fascinating, especially like nowadays when you uh, it it frames it in a way where you can see both sides of the argument and how either side can land on whether or not the Equal Rights Amendment is like a good idea. Like, because they're like they're following like a group of women that are saying women shouldn't have equal rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy and but they do it in a way where they frame it where it's like you can see why they're arguing that way and them come off as uh like assholes about it and i i kind of appreciate the show for that where like i wish more shows would do it do this where instead of just like like getting a side that's like these are the evil people in this argument like they're actually taking the time to show maybe maybe they're wrong maybe they're not or maybe they're just misinformed or maybe they have a lifestyle that you're not familiar with that makes them think this way and i think more shows should be like this and it's it's really fascinating like they even like bring up uh characters in history that I wasn't all too familiar with where like I had no idea that there was a black woman candidate for president in the 70s but there was Hmm. and they like they go like in depth on her and like how she like felt like if she dropped out of the race she would just be like letting down a shit ton of people but like the democrats are like the more you stick around the more you're dividing us and you're fucking up our chances of like winning the presidency so fucking drop out (laughs) and i don't know it's it's fascinating like i I think like they only have uh three episodes up right now or uh or maybe they put up the fourth one today i'm not sure but me and molly watched the first three episodes and it's it's a pretty fast it's pretty fascinating to watch i and like i got into it like watching that cnn show on like the set on the 70s -hmm. and they had like a whole episode on the era and this it this dramatizes it more because uh like they just have actors and stuff playing it but they do it in a way where it's fascinating i, I definitely suggest checking it out mrs america i keep seeing ads for it and every time i'm just like yeah what is this and then i'm like oh that looks very interesting <laughs> but then i just never yeah bite the bullet and check it it's out a- it's a lot of talking like there's not it's not like an action-packed type show but it's a lot of debate that i feel like a lot of people should expose themselves to i think it's really fascinating okay right on is is that uh kate blanchett that's the star of that is that right yeah she plays like an actual figure who was like the head of uh like a group that was trying to make sure the era didn't pass okay all right Anything else? Nah, that's pretty much it in terms of new stuff. I, I'll talk about it on Monday, but I started a new job and it sucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I actually uh, the other night put the kids to bed as early as possible, and me and Chelsea were had a, like a, just a rough day at, 
at it. And so we just put the kids to bed, had some wine, and, like, watched Naked and Afraid. <laughs> We've loaded that back up again. God, I love Naked and Afraid, because I love the confidence of these people going in, and then just them starving and shivering <laughs> to near death. It just really does something for me. So that was... If you ever want a good na- date night, wine, cheap wine, Naked and Afraid. Can't can't go wrong there. And then I also today watched Bloodshot. Uh, I found a free rip of it on YouTube, so I didn't pay for it. Um, and it is serviceable. I think the the star rating on it is like two out of four or something like that. Maybe, the, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's not horrible, but I did want it to be better. And I think it just, I think if Vin Diesel was not the star in it, it would be a completely different movie, but I can't tell if it's for the better. I, d- I don't think he's just the right fit for that character from like the books. He just comes off like Dom Toretto. <laughs> So, <laughs> so oh, no, yeah. I don't know. Six six degrees of Fast and the Furious. Look out! <laughs> yeah. Did, so, do you agree? Yeah, with... I... and Joel, you yeah, I saw some. Yeah, I saw some theaters, asshole. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, what did you think? Because I was kind of a fan of like the the team of dudes that were trying to subdue him did you like them at all yeah i liked the whole enhancements and all that like i them personally like maybe the guy with the legs i thought he was a little overbearing but like yeah the the blind guy was kind of cool blind guy had yeah i thought blind guy was like they did some cool things with him yeah that i thought were interesting for sure otherwise the guy with the legs i'm like eh, he can run really fast and he's got that weird arm prosthetic for some reason i don't know why he's got also has that i just like put him in like a weird doc ock suit at the end yeah (laughs) um but uh i i didn't i didn't like despise the movie at all i i just think it's serviceable like it's not anything great like it's kind of forgettable and I know sometimes we say, like, that's even worse than just being super bad. But I, I never... I thought it was a little better than that. So... Yeah. It was, like, serviceable Granted, plus. I was, <laughs> I was I was surrounded by, like, a bunch of fucking people that were laughing at everything Vin Diesel said, so... But, like, I, now I watch it and I'm like, what? What did... What did yeah. What, what would they yeah. be laughing at? <laughs> exact same question I asked. <laughs> uh, but what what did you think of like the main chick in it? Because I thought she was a terrible actress. Yeah, I thought that right off the bat, and then <laughs> it turned. Are you talking about the chick that has got the the breathing prosthetic? Yeah, the breathing apparatus chick. I thought she was pretty bad right off the right off the front go of it, and then. I was like, oh, wait, maybe it's she's doing a thing where she's, like, stuck in this rut where she's doing this over and over again, and that's why she sounds flat, and then I'm like, oh, no, she's just bad. <laughs> like, so I did, a, I did a whole 360 on her, because for a second there, I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe she would be kind of, like, a little bit t- tone deaf after doing this for, like, the umpteenth time, and then near the end where 
she doesn't have to do that anymore. I'm like, oh, you're, you know, you're just the same. Okay. You're just bad. Okay. No, you're just tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what I thought. It's, it's, but, it's too bad. I, and I thought they, even as like the character in general, they didn't do a whole lot of justice to him. Like not, not Vin Diesel's fault. Like the movie, it's just like, it, they only did so much and he, they didn't even have his iconic look until like the very end. And it's even then it was like yeah. for two minutes. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> and I'm missing like one of his key features is like, he actually has like a set of hair with like a white streaks in it and he's bald. So I'm like, come do something else here. I don't know. So anyway, I doubt it's going to get a sequel due to it had very poor timing coming out. And now you can just watch yeah. it for free on YouTube. <laughs> but, uh, it's such an, it was such an odd movie to me because it was like, all of the antagonists were interesting, and all the protagonists I could get less of a fuck about. Yeah, because I, I loved Guy. I like. I actually like Guy Pierce in it. Yeah, I I did too, and I liked that he. W- I wish I would have got to know a little bit more about him actually, and because he's yeah. trying to take out all of his team, like his his pre team that he had. I was like, oh man, why uh-huh. why why is that? We don't know. He just doesn't want doesn't want him around. I guess. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. It's like every everyone on like the antagonist side was like so they weren't like three dimensional, but they were like interesting enough about. Them. And then all the protagonists were just the most one dimensional versions of what they could be. Yep. Where like the dude from New Girl is just the funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I thought he would be like a saving grace for me, but I thought he was kind of annoying. Oh, dude, by the end, I wanted to fucking kill him myself. <laughs> yeah. But so anyway, that's Bloodshot. I finally got around to seeing it. Glad I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, guys, if you want to watch Basketball, it's on Vimeo for free as well. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, well, Eric asked us in a group chat like a few days ago, can you... Or find where this is for free or whatever. And I said Vimeo and nobody responded. So fuck you guys. No, that's where <laughs> I found it. I, 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 I took your advice. I watched it there. Very good. Shit. See, somebody listens to me. Thank you. I rented it on Amazon and it gave me a 24-hour rental. So I had to watch it all in one night. to keep waking myself up to rewatch it. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, the only other thing I've been dabbling in this last week is I finally got onto Red Dead Online, and I've been playing a few nights. Uh, one night, well, all the nights I've been with my brother, but then last night I played with you a little bit, JT. Oh, yeah. And I think a few nights before that I played with a friend. Uh, he's at Under an Anchor on Twitter. He, like, lives in California and draws comics for a living, but he was <laughs> he was uh, a real good time as well. And we've, due to my shortcomings of not being able to even be dressed properly, we used it as a strength, and now we are the bareback boys. And we just do missions, not wearing shirts, and we're fucking cool about it. That's what it Fuck is. Fuck yeah. It, it was a good... Now, I think you mentioned once... I think you mentioned once that at first you didn't have any boots. Now, does everybody have boots in your gang? I now have boots, so everyone has boots. We just ditched the... We just tarps... We tarped off. <laughs> they're, they're off, boys. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I don't have boots, but I have shoes so I can over-accentuate my high-water pants that I bought. 
<laughs> your character is a nightmare, Jason. <laughs> I was me and Neil were playing a little bit before I got on tonight, and I said that I look like Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher, if he was in a house fire. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> I was tell I was telling you because when we were playing, I didn't have a head. I bought one today, so oh, good. next time we get on, we're doing it. But I was telling Neil, I had more. I think I had more fun, like listening to you and Neil talk about me like I wasn't in the room. Playing. I didn't. I didn't know if you could hear us or not. Oh, I could hear everything you guys were saying, <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing I, I got to the point where i just started doing random shit just so i could hear you and neil react to it <laughs> there was a ton of times where like where the fuck is joel <laughs> my favorite part of the night at the very end we go to a we all went to a saloon in a small town and me and neil just start drinking as much whiskey as possible we're like spending all of our money on whiskey and I found some way to drink so much whiskey that my character died and then I respawned in the woods so I ran back to the saloon as I'm running back to the saloon I'm hearing you and Neil saying is Joel dead? <laughs> because I'm looking at your dead body on the bar floor and you come so in I and come, pick I, it up. I barrel back into the saloon and I whip out my pistol and keep shooting myself in the head until I, my head blows up. And then I, I started shooting myself in the dick multiple times, but you guys didn't see that. You guys ran out right Well, the, by that time, the town is going insane because... <laughs> The entire town of Rhodes is just shooting at us. And like, what the fuck <laughs> happened here? I came out of the general store after trying to buy something or whatever, and you guys have just riled up the entire community. Yeah. And then fucking... The fucking uh, cops in Rhodes shot my horse to where he was mortally wounded, so then Neil had to fucking put him down. <laughs> oh, my, no. my beloved horse, Muffler... <laughs> when you rode up and your horse's name was Muffler, I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Hey, man. I love my muffler. Oh, God. I think me and Neil said, like, hey, Johnny, my muffler fell out like a hundred <laughs> times. <laughs> That's why I call him Muffler because he's in between my legs. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we need to hit uh, another one of those up sometime this week. Maybe not today, but sometime. Uh, <laughs> totally. But anyway, that's all I've been into. So, uh, JT, if people want to hit you up on the internets about maybe where they can find your horrific Red Dead character, where could they do that? Your epic psychouts at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for on Instagram, Bucky for on Snapchat. Hey, King Kong Eric. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Georgie the Animal. I don't have any killer psych outs, but I, if you'd like, I'll put some fucked up shit on there for you. God damn it. Did I just fart? <laughs> um, you can find me at 
Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. All of our stuff is uploaded onto ReviewReviewPod.podbean.com as well as a slew of other podcasting sites such as Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And while there, you can rate and review us in-app because if you like the show, that helps other people find it as well. And if you want to write in, you can do so like Eric does from time to time from his iPhone. Uh, at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Oh, I just realized this entire show from Eric's point of view was is being sent from his iPhone. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I am participating from my iPhone. And it sounds so good, Eric. I just want to have you know that right now. Uh, so that's the show, everybody. Come back Monday because we got an episode for you long overdue yes it's gonna be a shooting the shit episode and while there i think we're gonna get into some casino stories boys (laughs) you promised some casino stories eric i I got a few for you oh good good now let have cannot wait have that wet your palates everybody so we'll come back monday for some casino stories and some shooting the shit uh but until next time i have been troy to the max extreme wait hey troy what we haven't discussed what we're doing for our next show oh what is it (laughs) so i've been here's my idea i don't know what what you're thinking I'm thinking but since of it's so popular on Hulu, <laughs> you might need to read a little bit. But what if we do Parasite? Oh yeah, I, that's great. Good. I want to watch it very badly. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> and it's free, so great. Since since no new stuff is coming out, let's talk about the best thing that came out last year. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. Parasite sounds good. I'm there you go. It. So tune in for our review of Parasite on next Thursday. Perfect. So I have been uh, Troy to the Max Extreme. (laughs) Hey, I'm JT3K. Eric, join us again for Monday. I am Georgie the Animal. (laughs) Very good. Uh, And we are off.